Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome and thanks for listening. This segment of the show is brought to you by SCORE Orange County. And we're going to be talking with Karen Boyd, who's a SCORE Orange County mentor. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to have you here. We're going to talk about cash flow and how to manage inventory and accounts receivable, all very important topics for our listeners. Um, Before we get into that, we always like to get to know our guests a little bit. So if you could just share a little bit about your background with us. Uh, Yes, I have a, a undergraduate degree in business from Yale and an MBA in corporate finance and accounting. I spent around 20 years in the biotech industry in coordinating the worldwide budgeting and planning process. And along the way, used to um, also handle uh, acquisitions for Fortune 100 biotech companies. Uh, In the last 14 years, I worked, I started my own consulting company and I worked with startups and mid-sized companies, helping them define their actions uh, for growth with uh, the intention of either getting private equity funding or selling the company. So essentially, I cleaned up the companies to ensure that they maximized their company valuation. And I facilitated around $350 million in deals. Wow. <laughs> and and now you're a SCORE mentor. Yes. And you've been doing that for two years. Two years. Are you enjoying your work with SCORE? I love it. I love it. I still love, I love being around the other mentors just because they're all former CEOs and I'm constantly learning from them. But more importantly, I love uh, helping uh, startups and mid-sized companies be successful. It's what it's all about. Getting back to the the roots of it all, right? And, yeah. And working at the ground level with people that are saying, "Hey, I I need, I need help, and um, I don't know where to turn." But Score is an amazing, amazing organization of over twelve thousand volunteers nationwide. Yes, and we just were uh, uh, basically selected as the top uh, chapter in the in the country again for the fourth time. For the fourth time, it's yes. the only chapter that's been selected more than once, as far as, as I understand it, yes. right? Yes. An amazing accomplishment, and it is an amazing group. We've had a number of SCORE um, Orange County mentors on the show, and it's uh, each one uh, very, very experienced, very well-spoken, knows their stuff. So let's get into it. Let's talk about cash flow and why is cash flow so important? Uh, well, you know, one of the questions that is um, that I get from a lot of the clients that I had in my consulting company and even uh, score clients is uh, what's more important, cash flow or profitability? And the reality is, is that if you don't have cash in the bank, you can't open the doors. And uh, statistically, more than 50 percent of new companies fail because they just run out of cash. It doesn't mean that they were bad businesses. They just didn't. They ran out of the of cash and didn't have sufficient cash reserves to grow their company. So uh, the the gist of it is that a lot of companies don't know how to allocate resources properly. So you might be profitable, but if you buy too much inventory or the wrong mix of inventory and you don't collect from customers, you essentially can be profitable on paper but run out of money. So for a lot of businesses out there that are thinking, um, 
okay, I'm going to get started. I need to buy supplies and inventory and develop my product and then get it out to market. Uh, how do they forecast all this stuff? What's the best way for them to, to start off with the forecasting? Essentially, um, one of the things that we tell startups is that they should have, you know, nine months to a year in cash flow. And and no business comes out the gate at a high level of revenue. You've got to build your customer base. And so where people make a, a lot of mistakes is that they just um, don't anticipate that growth in revenue happening, taking as much time as it does. So, um, and again, having a plan, uh, a plan is everything. So it's, people talk about a business plan, but oftentimes they think it's this large document. No, they just have to understand what is my business, the service? What's the pain that it's healing? So the value proposition, why why have this business? And then to put some estimates, a monthly estimate around not only the revenue, but the operating expense assumptions, and also what is the inventory that it's gonna take to support that revenue? So people just have to think about the revenue cycle. They focus on the customer, but then they forget um, if they have an A customer or a B customer or C customer, they look at that customer segmentation. What they have to do is make sure that they have the inventory to fulfill the orders. And uh, not uh, businesses that are encore businesses that have started and you know they've been down around the block a few times, but for new business owners that you see, uh, is there a common overestimation oh, yeah. of revenues? And is there is there like a the, cut it in half and cut it in half again? Is there a rule of thumb that you would go with there? Well, you know, this is where I say, how many customers do you think you can touch in the first six months of business? Mm -hmm. And so how do you acquire those customers? And so based on that, it forces them to articulate, well, what is the marketing plan? How am I going to promote it? How am I going to brand myself? So what I did with my own clients in my former consulting life is, again, um, having a plan of saying, this is what I'm, wh who I am now. This is what I want to be five years from now. So let's take it year by year. What are critical action items that have to happen to not only acquire the customers and the right customers, but to grow strategically? So if you only have one product, does that make a company? Not necessarily. So you have to think about the newness of the company. What are you offering your customers? And of course, a lot of businesses um, get in way over their head and start adding products before they've developed first developed their first product, right? Uh, right. Or they just or they they develop um, product line extensions, or they add, for example, even in a restaurant. You know, you think about the menu of 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 items that you have. People put on there everything that they think customers will like, and and where they. For example, restaurants, they have a problem where they have something that's very perishable and then they have the wrong mix of menu items or they have too many menu items. And so they end up losing a lot of money just in inventory. Yeah, that's a, there's a lot of problems with that. And again, it's it's hard for a small business because a lot of times they don't have that cash up front. And they and I want to talk to you a little more about that and some of the common problems they face. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to ask you to share a couple stories and some tips and ideas and precautions for our listeners, Karen. Um, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the show for age 50 plus business owners. 
We're interviewing over 250 professional advisors for their tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights every day at ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Are you a small business owner looking for help from experienced people who have been there and done that? You might not need look any further than your local SCORE chapter. SCORE has been helping to grow successful small businesses across America, one business at a time since 1964. There are over 300 chapters nationwide and you can find workshops, one-on-one mentoring, a wide variety of tools and resources. Why not contact your local SCORE chapter and find out what they have available for you? Find out more at www.score.org or in Orange County, California, contact scoreoc.org. That's S-C-O-R-E-O-C dot O-R-G. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that we've interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics. You'll find all of their interviews and highlights online at exacoachradio.com or on iTunes at itunes.exacoachradio.com. I'm talking with Karen Boyd, who's visiting us from SCORE OC, and before the break, we talked about some of the cash flow problems businesses have. Karen, tell us a little bit more about some of the common inventory problems that you see companies facing today. Well, some of it is just they just don't have the right systems to evaluate the inventory. So they might not have, you know, a software package, which, you know, QuickBooks or NetSuite is a really great, those are good ones. Uh, but they don't know what is slow moving. They don't even, even know what products have sold, not sold in the last six months. And so I always tell them to identify those items that might be obsolete or slow moving and then develop a marketing promotion around it just to move it out and liquidate it. I mean, basically that's cash that's not working for them. And then the other thing is too, is not to delegate it necessarily to say a warehouse person. It's their business. They need to understand if they have the right mix of, of inventory. And so they really need to keep on top of that with reports and be able to check that out, maybe put that into their key performance indicators that they're looking at. Absolutely. They need to know how fast their inventory is moving because it also tells them how when they need to order their their uh, their own products and also you know negotiate with suppliers you know that all deals with pricing and ideally the the best situation would be to have a unit forecast so that they could uh, negotiate with suppliers up front and get really you know better pricing on that great tips so far Karen um, tell us about uh common problems that you see in accounts receivable? Accounts receivable, this is probably mostly for the wholesalers, is that they really don't have a, um, a company credit policy where they establish certain limits for new customers versus established customers. And even really important is just this understanding whether their their customers are credit worthy, which they could easily resolve with just setting up a Dun & Bradstreet account and doing a real quick credit check on, on their customers. The other side of it is too, is uh, from the wholesaler side is to collect and have somebody trained on staff that if something is uh, past due, that you have someone trained who can call that customer and do it in a professional manner so that they don't uh, turn off that customer or lose a customer because someone's been rude. You know, it, it's all about helping that customer work through something. If you're a retailer, again, having a point of sale uh, software package, a POS system, so you understand um, for them, they're collecting cash right there. But again, that would also help them monitor their inventory too. 
So what you're saying, I think uh, up front there was kind of act like a bank because you're you're in a, in effect you're lending money on terms, um, and you may need to know who you're dealing with. Yes, and you might have different terms for different customers based on their past track record, which you can find out. Yes. These days in the age of information, nothing's hiding out yes. there, right? And uh, also, um, be just be aware of, of what's going on. And, and if you have to collect, do it now, right? I well, mean, and, a lot, a and a lot of times people are, they, they don't want to upset people. They don't want to upset their customer. But the reality is, is that's cash that's not working for them so you just have to collect it people understand that and it's how it's it's conducted that phone call and and having that have collecting that money and if you have an international customer making sure that you know you can just wire that money over that money needs to work for you while we're on the topic of, of accounts, how about accounts payable? What what type of things should businesses work on there? Uh, I mean, accounts receivable, we want to accelerate, and accounts payable, we want to defer as much. That creates a lot of cash flow, right? Right, and for accounts payable, the what I tell people is to set up um, um, uh, terms with their vendors. And so, if you if you're ordering a large amount of supplies, and um, again, it's um, getting the right price, and if you're in a good cash position you're not reacting to things and so you can upfront negotiate good pricing but also at getting those net 30 terms and when your bookkeeper whoever's doing your financials cutting that check on day 29 and not when you know right away so that's what you want to do but sometimes when you um, are a new customer it's COD at the very beginning and then making sure that you stay on top of that and negotiate terms for yourself how often do you think you should go back and try to negotiate from COD to, to net 30 if you can is it oh but if on the on the on the by day 60 I'd say if you're two months if you've ordered say twice with a supplier i'd start negotiating it right away oh that's that's interesting i, I would think it'd be further out so that's oh, no. a good tip so yeah, yeah. as soon and as possible as soon as possible and again i would tell them how this is it's not only that it's a new business but it's a great business it's a growing business and if you have a plan you can kind of start talking about listen we just you know secured a contract with you know customer ABC and we want you to be a part of that and so we just need to make sure that we've got some terms so communicate yes communicate with and creating those positive cash flows uh, cycles is not only important while you're building and growing your business but when you're going to sell your business uh, demonstrating that you've got a good system in place for managing your cash flow will go a long way when a buyer is looking at your business down the road. And well, and also what ha will happen is that when you do a preliminary valuation on a company, it's not just a multiple of the revenue, but they will look at the cash flow. And so buyers will, or sellers will hear that term, a discounted cash flow. The Whoever is buying is looking at the future cash flows associated with that business, and that will help them determine the the um, price for the, to buy the business. Great, great stuff. So do you have any client stories or anything you'd like to share with us on? Yeah, I mean, um, one of the things that um, a, a key inventory uh, a story that I had is I had a client who was doing a really fantastic business, super profitable, was having some real cash flow problems. And the reason was, is that they were buying too much inventory in anticipation for a growing business. And what happened is that 
it's like for whatever reason, most businesses, 80% of the biz revenue is generated from 20% of the customers. And so what we did is that for the kind of their, if you go through that whole customer ABC, talk to the A and B customers and work with them as far as an annual forecast. And that helped us do better buys, smarter buys. And also um, in looking at their inventory, we did um, some really great marketing promotions as far as unloading things that were just very, very slow moving. Um, there's something to be learned from large companies. I mean, the large retailers, they know what the profit per square inch of shelf space is. So that the set, that discipline, it can be transferred to smaller businesses and really understanding how fast that inventory is, is selling. If you have a retail business, how fast it's going off the shelf and really thinking about it the same way, because that's the only way you can grow. Yeah, if you're a small business, don't think that you shouldn't be paying attention to all this stuff because it's how you get to be a big business. Yes, right? yes, absolutely. Is, is using the, the turns on that that income and that revenue and, and getting that back into the back into building your business. Well, I don't know how many small business, you know, they already think of themselves. Well, this is what I'm going to start with in terms of a storefront. But if I decided to, you know, open multiple sites. How would I do that? And as they say, sick mothers don't have babies. If you're not doing well at one site, there's no way that you can go to multiple sites. Makes a lot of sense. Do you have any uh, quick tips or ideas or precautions for our listeners? I mean, what you've said has already been so much, but what else? Come on, we want more, Karen. Well, you know, you know, as far as the inventory, I always just say, don't eyeball it again. If you have systems, implement it. Have have. Um, also, what I always say is do cycle counts and cycle counts are just random counts of your inventory. Have that done on a weekly basis for key products. And um, because oftentimes inventory, physical inventories at year end are a huge surprise for the owners when they find out they have $100,000 worth of inventory missing and they don't know why. But at that point, it's too late. So that $100,000 in cash is just walked out the door. Keeping on top of it, very important. Um, Karen, you've been a wealth of information for our listeners. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's been our pleasure. Karen Boyd from SCORE. Oh, see, you know, this is just another example of what you will find if you if you log on to scoreoc.org in Orange County or score.org across the country and find your local SCORE chapter and uh, call them up and find out if they have a workshop on something like this. It's free to attend. Great resource for business owners. Uh, I've been talking with Karen Boyd, and we're going to take a short break, so please stay tuned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 